Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. You are tuned to WMNF Radio 88.5 FM in Tampa. This is the public affairs program called Community Speaks. I'm your host, Patro Mavili. And, of course, this is our opportunity to talk with you as we extend one more hour of public affairs before we get back to the music. Next hour will be It's the Music Monday. And today, the Florida governor, con man number two, ends his struggling campaign endorsing con man number one, the Florida man in Mar-a-Lago. After first saying, if GOP nominates 45, the election will be about his legal troubles and the January 6, 2021 insurrection, he turns around to endorse him. Con man number two offered to make America Florida and Republican voters shrugged. Will Florida now suffer a con man's revenge? He has been challenged by his overreach when he fired Andrew Warren, the elected prosecutor, and his anti-black war on woke has been challenged. Will he be a mad dog culture warrior as he looks to 2028? And also, fighting hunger. The Federal Reserve continues to fight inflation, but some food and energy costs continues to be a problem. As we here at WMF continue to follow our mission calendar this month, we have focused on food and homelessness and restaurants who continue to throw food away at the end of the day as desperately hungry people dumpster dive to eat. We will, we want to shout out to those who donate end of the day food to food banks and those who feed the hungry. Call us and let us know if you organize food donations and also a special look at a book by Isabella Wilkerson titled Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent. The book is the basis for a new film by actress Ava DuVarnay called Origins. And we'll delve into that in just a few minutes, uh, but I do want to invite you to call 813-239-9663. This is Community Speaks, an opportunity to speak with you and uh, talk about what's going on in the world, especially in your name. And we know that the world is going to see a spate of elections this year and the United States will be no different, but uh, we seems to be repeating history in this country and going back and forth. We was bounding backwards and forwards. So it looks like this coming election is potentially going to be a reboot of 2020. And uh, that is if Nikki Haley doesn't get the nomination. It's going to be a reboot as to whether or not we're going to go backwards to 45 or we're going to stay the course and continue to go forward with 46. It's going to be up to us. But right now, you are tuned to Community Speaks here on your community radio station, WMNF, and uh, taking your telephone calls to talk about the fallout from this uh, this governor's failed presidential campaign and uh we just want to know what 
we feel to what we're going to be looking forward to here in the state of Florida, let alone the United States. And uh, we have seen a lot of court cases challenge what we've seen happen here politically in the state of Florida. And we're going to continue to see more fallout. We know that the prosecutor, Andrew Warren, has won his appeal and the governor is looking to get the courts to throw out that appeal. We know that initially Andrew Warren won. In fact, uh, got a federal court the judge to say that the governor was wrong to fire him just before saying, you know, using utilizing his free speech to say he will not be going after women to jail them for abortions and going after doctors. He will not be going along with that agenda in this state, even though. It's not law yet. The governor fired him, uh, dismissed him, and put someone who was a Republican in his place who's going to run for the office when they should have just done that in the first place, just ran someone for that office, but not fire him, dismiss him for his free speech, which the federal court said he uh, didn't have a right to do. And But he couldn't give Andrew Warren his job back. So it's going to be up to the citizens of Florida to find out what the future will hold for that prosecutor to bring redress to that situation. Uh, I believe Andrew Warren may seek a governor, a governor's run of his own uh, because he said he would not seek reelection to be Hillsborough County's prosecutor. Uh, but it, it was clear that this governor looked around the state for Democrats he thought he could go after and went after even Orange Osceola County's elected prosecutor as well, Monique Worrell. So we're going to see more fallout from that. And uh, But the book bans and this whole war awoke in the state of Florida. The Republican Party has been trying to nationalize these types of agendas. This agenda to go after the LGBTQ community, especially trans and sports. Uh, the idea of going after women and doubling down on the uh, their anti-abortion rhetoric and to continue to criminalize, uh, look for to fashion laws to criminalize people in various states uh, because the Supreme Court says it's okay for the states to come up with their own policy on this. And women have been galvanized for this upcoming election. The abortion issue is going to be one that will continue to galvanize. And with 45 at the top of the ballot on the Republican side, that alone is going to galvanize Democrats, I do believe, of all ages and stripes. And the international issues usually are not the issues among which American voters vote on, but the uh, domestic issues are going to continue to rage in this country, especially state by state as the GOP continues to try to nationalize their assault on many of the freedoms and the progress that we made in this country. And, you know, we're going to continue to follow the uh, political process in this country. It's becoming, it would be laughable if it wasn't so sad. And the fact that seemingly intelligent people are falling for a dictatorship and we have to face it in this country and it could be you know all wrapped up in our history could be wrapped up in the idea of people fighting for resources uh, feeling the need to deny people certain resources because they're otherized uh, 
this is a uh, getting to the issue of migrants in this country and the fact that the inhumane treatment that they suffer consistently in this country, especially in red states. But now this issue has been nationalized as well as red state governors, especially Florida's and Texas's governors, have been showing their inhumanity to other humans and allowing people to die trying to cross the border instead of recognizing the fact that these are humans who need to get a hearing for asylum. Uh, There's no talk about whether or not we're going to look at the root causes of why people are massing at the borders here, looking at the political situations, especially the rise of gang violence throughout South America and throughout Latin America. And uh, this is what a lot of people are, are running from. And they're not just economic refugees, even though this country has consistently uh, utilized uh, migrant labor. uh, And, you know, we've allowed them to have some kind of access to this country because they would be willing to work, especially for cheap or a lot of these companies uh, and work permits have been common in this country, but even that is coming under threat, even at a time in an economic time, in a post-pandemic time, when we need more workers across the board in this country, especially work that a lot of Americans will not do, think is beneath them, uh, are not getting paid enough to do. So we've always needed migrant workers who needed to be paid fair. And then this governor in Florida wanted to use the idea, or give some kind of credence to the idea that, yeah, Mexico would pay for the wall uh, because, you know, he wants to build a wall if he became president. Uh, but, of course, the one he's endorsed, that was his big vanity issue is to build a wall uh, and Mexico would pay for it. Now, this Florida government is, was talking about using remittances of poor workers who work here in the United States, stealing their remittances that they send home to their children back in, in Mexico and in South America from their hard work here in using that to pay for their vanity wall project. These are the kinds of issues that we're going to be continuing to argue about in this country. And, uh, of course, a repeat of 2020 means that if the loser loses again, then he it may start another insurrection in this country and pretend like he had nothing to do with it. How long will we fall for the con in this country? Hopefully not much longer. Uh, It is important that we wake up and put an end to what we're seeing happening in our name in this country. 813-239-9663 because I really want to hear from you as we look at what potential fallout we might see. uh, What overreach might we continue to see in this state now that the ambitions of an overambitious governor has been uh, stopped and blocked for a while, for a minute in this country. What fallout might we see here in the state of Florida? Curious to hear from you to see what you have to say. You could also write me, DJ, at WMNF.org. This is Community Speaks here on your community radio station, WMNF. And I'm your host, Patro Mabili. And talking about a number of things and uh of course next month we're going to be celebrating black history month here in a time when people think that talking about black history 
is itself segregationist, is itself racist, because people want to close their minds to knowledge. And we just can't live in that kind of a dark age. As long as I'm on the radio, we will not live in such a dark age. Uh, But we have been hearing a lot about the movie called Origin. And uh, it brilliantly exposes America's caste system. And uh, here's how we tear it down. And uh, actress Ava DuVernay has this film. And she wrote it and directed it. It's a masterful adaptation of Isabel Wilkerson's best-selling book, Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent. And as one writer has said, Keith McGee, who has looked at the book and in the movie, has said that this is an unflinching demonstration that the U.S. is indeed a racist country and has been such since its very inception, despite what Nikki Haley has suggested in Tim Scott before her suggested as they tried to go for the Republican basis vote said the United States has never been a racist country despite the fact that people were enslaved for 400 years in this country despite the fact that following slavery and following uh, reconstruction that a spate of lynchings took place that lasted generations in this country and we've had separate but equal because Despite the fact that the Lincoln Republican Party decided to emancipate, uh, go along with the abolition of slavery, they still did not see equality between races in this country. So the idea of separate but equal became policy in this country following slavery. And it presided over generations of violence, including lynchings that took place and it required the country to consider anti-lynching laws that never got passed until the at least the House decided to do so in the last year. Uh, but it has not been actually passed in this country with the support of both the House and the Senate. So that's interesting. But we look at this movie called Origins, based on the book called Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent. And uh, we're going to look at how the underpinning that racism is what Wilkerson refers to as the caste system so effectively at preserving the domination of white people over everyone else that the Nazis were inspired by. Caste, Wilkerson says, is the system that creates subjugation. And what Wilkerson refers to in her book as the false god of race was invented by slave-owning European colonists as a convenient way of identifying at a glance who belonged to which caste and who belonged to whom. And so the movie Origin, which opened in wide release on last Friday, will leave no American viewer in doubt that they are still living under a system designed entirely for manufacture, justification, codification, and perpetuation of hate based on skin color. So as uh, Keith McGee, who, wrote, uh, who writes uh, a critique of the book, says movies like this, this one have a crucial role to play in helping Americans confront their history. But we need to do more than learn about and honor the dead. We need to liberate the living in their descendants. 
But, you know, the way we do that is not to ignore history or hide history from the, from the, from the young because that's one surefire way of perpetuating it. You teach people the history so that we don't repeat it. But they go on to talk about this movie by Ava DuVernay choosing to turn Wilkerson's nonfiction book into a biographical drama. And DuVernay focuses on the writer's journey, struggling to cope with personal tragedy. Wilkerson is horrified by the audio of the 9-11 call that recorded Trayvon Martin's killing and feels compelled to investigate what lies beneath racism. We follow Wilkerson's travels as she dissects the caste system, comparing and connecting its devastating impact on those who it places at the bottom of the social hierarchy, such as the Dalits, previously known as the untouchables in India, or Jews in Nazi Germany, and of course, black people here in the United States. Allowing her to be the film's heroine gives, uh, helps advance the movie's narrative, drawing hard-hitting depictions of key historical moments and present-day encounters. DuVernay faithfully tells Wilkerson's story while the author's on-screen character portrayed by uh, Andrew Ellis Taylor relates the story of, of this country's faulty foundations and through its no-holds-barred center staging of the writer's journey, origin reminds us of the gratitude we owe Wilkerson and others before her, including W.E.B. Du Bois and Martin Luther King Jr., who don't just live with the weight of racial injustice in themselves, but put in the work to understand and expose our collective trauma and our ideas matter. And this actress DuVernay is saying that they don't just bring from nowhere. This is personal. And so the movie Origins, we've got to face it, it's not often we get to see a successful black female intellectual as the main character in a movie, and so this character, Ellis Taylor, this actress, Ellis Taylor, is mesmerizing, as they say in her role of Isabel, portraying her as driven, brilliant, and dignified while delicately capturing the depths of grief, of her grief and her vast capacity for love. So I think movies like this are important, and books like this being adapted into movies are important to help teach. Uh, we watch Isabel exploring Germany's memorials to the Jewish victims of the Holocaust and discussing in one scene how successfully post-war Germany condemned its 12-year caste system to the past. And the U.S., however, is not Germany. Here in the battle to overcome hundreds of years of race-based subjugation requires intergenerational energy. And I think that's, that's an important point to remember, which is why we definitely need not to hide history in this country. We need to keep fighting to dismantle systemic racism. And that's why I love Isabella Wilkerson's writings. She wrote another book talking about how there was a mass migration of black people in this country uh, before World War II and following World War II. That was one prior to that that sent a lot of people to the Midwest for work. Uh, but it's important to understand these strains of history uh, because wherever black people went in this country, they faced different levels of racism, just as we see with migrants who come here today and are taken in different areas of the country and forced to struggle with the elements and forced to struggle with the 
attitudes that they find wherever they go. Uh, this is why history is a, a great te- uh, great teacher. Uh, but 813-239-9663, I'm still so willing to hear from you what you have to say. I see that many of you are still listening. We were talking about uh, cast, the origins of our discontent by Isabel Wilkerson, uh, one of uh, of our, my favorite writers. Uh, she wrote a brilliant book in this and uh, just going over some of what people are saying about the book and the fact that the book has been turned into a movie called Origins. Uh, 813-239-9663 or you can write me, DJ at WMNF.org. What do we have uh, to look forward to politically in this country and uh, how does history inform us, inform our current, uh, our present political situation. We have heard uh, from one emailer who's written, let me see if I could read what Paul Ponter has said, never heard more twisted thinking, socialist propaganda, I guess he's talking about me, and crying. He says, you cry, uh, so maybe move. I like this country, so I'm staying. Well, you can stay, I'm not moving. (laughs) This is my country that I was born in, my ancestors put in just as much work here, and we all have opinions, and I'm looking for yours, and that was yours, And uh, but to say people should shut up and move is not an opinion. That's just more racism. If you can't compete, this caller said, this emailer says, if you can't compete, you lie and cry. What am I lying about, Paul. I would suggest dropping the victim BS and try helping people succeed in this country's victims never succeed. Well, thank you, Paul. And that's the reason why white supremacy lost in 1865 and white supremacy lost in 1945 and white supremacy lost in 2020 and is going to lose in 2024. Uh, But you can keep trying to shut us up from crying, as you like to put it, but it seems like all of the crying comes from the right, especially from your martyred leader, Mr. 45, and now con man number two here in Florida. So I'm going to keep crying, shouting from the rooftop until you get it. 813-239-9663. It looks like some people are calling one person, called and hung up, but let me see what Jim in Tampa has to say as you continue to join this conversation. Go ahead, Jim. You're on Community Speaks. Hi, this is uh, Jim Shirk from Tampa. Hi, Jim. And I, just wanted to, I just wanted to note that um, this removing sociology from the list of acceptable uh, courses for, uh, for graduation is uh, a slap in the face of the man who essentially created scientific, i.e., uh, fact-based mm-hmm. sociology, namely W.E.B. Du Bois. I mean, before before him, sociology was just uh, a uh, an exercise in prejudice, mostly mostly by white people and mostly against black people. But W.E.B. Du Bois put put it all together with numbers and showed what could be done with it. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. that shows what the government here doesn't want to be shown and so they're uh, they're taking it off the list but you know yeah i was surprised not, at that why go after sociology of all things because sociology uh was 
the first of the colorblind or color uh, uh, color non nonconforming sciences, mm-hmm. and said, "Okay, we, we're we're going to look at this from from an actual you know an actual standpoint of of fact." And that was intolerable to the to the uh, to the current government of Florida. The study of society. Yes. <laughs> so you know, anyway. that that sounds like some real pettiness on the part of this governor. It's 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 more than petty. I mean, this, I mean, the the whole the whole um, DeSantis regime is nothing more than than manufactured cruelty to satisfy the worst impulses of white racists, white supremacists in America. So thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Jim, for calling. Okay. This is Community Speaks, and I do want to hear from more of you. Good, bad, or indifferent. (laughs) Uh, But call me, 813-239-9663, or write me, dj at wmnf.org. And, uh, you know, some of you appreciate the idea of having open and honest and earnest discussion, honest and earnest discussion. One email has written, keep up the great work, and I shall. Thank you very much. Uh, I shall try. Uh, but uh, he did say about even the previous email, Paul can jump off a bridge. Well, I don't want him to do that. That's why they put the fence up on the Sunshine Skyway so the people don't do that. But I hope he doesn't hate society and himself so, so much that he would do that. But it looks like these people are throwing all intelligence to the wind and doesn't want people speaking intelligent, openly and honest about uh, this country. Doesn't like any kind of criticism of the right. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a shame because, in, as the caller just said, doesn't want any study of society. Uh, but we want to hear from you, 813-239-9663. I would certainly appreciate it if you tell uh, Irene your name and where you're calling from so that I can answer your telephone call, 813-239-9663. You can write me, dj at org. Of course, at the end of next month, we're going to be looking for your support to show your support for WMNF. Uh, and we're going to be looking forward to bringing you great programming as we prepare for our fundraiser. But right now, we just want to hear from you, 813-239-9663. We're talking about a few things, whether or not we're going to face a revenge, a vengeful governor now that his struggling presidential campaign has been ended or suspended, as they like to say. And uh, how much deeper will the uh, anti-black and anti-LGBTQ war continue? Uh, the war on Disney, the war on women, the war on everything that they hate, which is a lot in this state. Uh, we're going to continue to see what happens there. And then how much are we willing to continue to learn? Uh, as we have talked about the book called Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent. And Ava DuVernay's, the actress Ava DuVernay, and her adaptation of that book in a movie called Origin, which brilliantly exposes the United States' caste system. And so... This book and this movie talks about how to tear it down. 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you want to join a discussion here on Community Speaks as we look at the through lines that are coming here politically. Go ahead, caller. Josh from Clearwater, you say what? 
Uh, yeah, I just uh, saw the news uh, about the Ron Sanders pulling out of the election, and uh, I just had a little hope. I, was, I felt a little hope that, you know, I think uh, the, the Republican side are offering this Nikki Haley that, that talks about the ending the division of this country. And uh, I just wanted to comment that it was kind of nice to hear, you know, that the public out there is rejecting Mr. DeSantis' ideas of woke stuff and anti-woke. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the country wants that. And it was just a nice thing to wake up today and know that we might be on the path. Maybe it is Haley versus Biden. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter at that point what your choice is. Really, in my mind, it's just a step closer to getting away from all this divisiveness and negative things like. Yeah, I can see. I can, I can see what you mean. That you felt a little positive. You felt a little hopeful about DeSantis pulling out. But it looks like the the men have rallied around con man number number one and not the woman on the Republican well, I, I, side. I, I, I don't know what will happen. You know, I know they have the New Hampshire thing coming up and then South Carolina and so on. But I see, like, Trump seems to divide his own party now. He's divided the Republican Party. He already divided the American, all of America. He's already done that. Now he's done it to his own party. And it's just nice to hear that at least on the other side of that Republican Party, there is a candidate that's talking about unity, about bringing the country together, about moving forward. And, again, it's just so nice to know that one guy's gone. DeSantis <laughs> was not talking about the, you know, he was he was more a divider. And I feel like if we get Trump out of this race, there's no more dividers left. And then finally, everybody gets a real choice for, you know, who who's going to lead the free world, and maybe some of this other stuff can 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 be put to bed. Well, and, and that's nice. true. That's true, Josh. They they do have a choice now <laughs> with Nikki Haley. And hopefully yeah, they... that was all my comment today. That was that's all I wanted to say. And you know, there's all these like the movie you're talking about, all these things. It's just all this rhetoric. I mean, there's so many more things that our country has to worry about than racism and things like that. I mean, yeah, they're important, but that shouldn't be the politics of the day. And um, I don't know. It I shouldn't be, today. but it be as I said. You talk about you talk about Trump you know, dividing people, this has been, race has been the thing that has been utilized to do just that. He has, especially looking at immigration, he has leveraged race as his tool to accumulate power in this country. And uh, so we can't ignore it. People are continually trying to exploit it. That's right. I, I, I agree with that. Very much so. I just think same thing with Mr. DeSantis, whether it be race or religion or how people take care of their bodies. It's a divider. And that's what I mean. Trump's the last one, it seems like, that's trying to use divisiveness. Yes. And solve no problems. Mm -hmm. Right. And and then what are we all talking about? Racism and this and that and woke and anti-woke and a woman's right to choose or not to choose, a doctor, whatever. It's all these words 
Whereas if you take Donald Trump out of the picture, then you actually have Joe Biden versus Nikki Haley that are talking about substance, about mental health, about the border, about real things that we need to solve in this country. But all the international stuff in Israel, and Ukraine, mm-hmm. it's like, all I'm saying is Trump and DeSantis, they did not approach the American people. They're not approaching the American people about that. Instead, they're saying, oh, well, he's this way and you should be that way. Oh, don't you know they're this way and you should be that way? It, it, you know, if you're not with them, then, then you're against them. <laughs> Whereas uh, I, I think, you know, Joe Biden ran on the idea for the soul of, of, of America. And I, what I hear from Nikki Haley, it's very refreshing uh, where she talks about, I'm not here to, you know, point out the difference between this person and that person. I'm here to bring out the best in everybody to move forward. And again, I just was a little excited this morning that we might get an actual choice, an actual real election between two candidates that have debatable ideas that are no longer trying to pin the American people against each other. And instead, we get to think and there'll be uh, policy. Well, I should you know, hope so. Order about things that that. I should hope so, Josh. I understand what you're saying. I should hope so, but Nikki Haley can't ignore history herself as well, which it sounds like she's tried to do when she says this country has never been a racist country. That's gaslighting to black people. Oh yeah, that's oh, very yeah. much I agree so. With that. I think I think her uh, little campaign and the people inside her group, yeah, they need to polish her a bit, bit better because you're absolutely right. That's that I don't think her answers are very good at all when it comes to uh, uh, the history of race in this country. I mean, uh, like you said about uh, what we did to Native Americans, how Hitler used that as an excuse to do what he did to the Jews. Certainly, that's right. Yes, I agree with that. But she didn't push the envelope like uh, Mr. Trump. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) That's for certain. And, And she has offered words of real leadership about how She's not trying to pin each each person against each other. She's trying to get the best out of everybody. So, yeah, maybe her technical answer isn't so good on race. It could be improved. It needs to be improved. But uh, needs to be honest. she's prepared. Right. But she's prepared to lead us, all of us. And I think Joe Biden is, too. He's prepared to lead all of us. And that's we'll see a what... nice, fresh breath of air this Monday morning. All right, Josh. Thank you for calling from Clearwater. Thank you. Great show. Thank you. 813-239-9663. And uh, one emailer has written, DeSantis is going to go, is going to be going after the queers hard now. And, you know, some people uh, embrace that word queer. So uh, if he's going to go after them, there's going to be another fight on his hand. We're going to go down to Sarasota and see what Mike has to say, go ahead, Mike, you're on Community Speaks. Hey, Mobili, I never thought I would ever call. I've listened to you just about the whole time since you've been on this station. And uh, I, I don't, I've never met you, but I, somehow I know that we, somehow we are brothers of another mother. <laughs> um, and yeah, DeSantis, you know, I was so hoping that maybe he would get appointed by somebody to some ambassadorship to nothing, nowhere, and we wouldn't see him anymore, but I wouldn't <laughs> wish him on Washington or the country. But, yeah, since he's going to come back home now and, and see all the happy people that he's stepped on everybody's face down here, 
I don't know, I'd like to buy that boy a dictionary so he could learn how to speak and learn how to reason, but I don't know. Um, I guess I'm crying along with you. Somebody was complaining about we was crying. Yeah. Uh, I'm crying with you. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a 66 year old white man that was born in New York and raised between here and there until we finally wound up down here. Mm. And, uh, people don't, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's just so sad that these politicians, this is the best we can come up with is these two or three clowns that can't <laughs> even, they don't know no history. They're not, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's just embarrassing to me to even be an American sometimes that we can't give up. I mean, if we give up, we're, you know, and everybody who's talking about these being petty issues, and I understand what the caller was trying to say. He just didn't articulate himself quite right, but I, I think the blindness is the same blindness they have in Israel right now to not see this horrible slaughter and genocide, and everybody over here lying to cover it because we just, nobody knows what to do. And Biden won't man up and say that he's been lied to by Netanyahu and just man up. But uh, mm. anyway, I'm just here crying with you, brother. That's all I'm saying. Let's all cry. If we cry, <laughs> by gosh, I'm going to cry a lot louder. If, if we cry, we mobilizing. Huh? <laughs> well, you know, I got a friend of mine. He uh, says, if you're struggling, you're doing better than you thought. <laughs> uh, we've been struggling. So yep. I don't know. I just keep on going. Don't give up, man. I'm counting on you, and I know you're counting on me. That's right, Mike. Certainly. Thank you. Thank you. Let us not, in the words of Kamala Harris, let us not throw our hands in the air. We're going to go to Clearwater and see what Chris has to say. As you continue to call 813-239-9663, or you can write DJ at WMF.org. Go ahead, Chris. You say what? Hey, Mobile. This is Chris Snyder, Clearwater. Hey, Chris. And if I could uh, comment on why it would be horrible to have another Trump administration that uh, the lockdowns were really terrible for black businesses, according to uh, what CNN is reporting, and we need to uh, question them uh, for that reason alone. And it showed that uh, black businesses uh, failed more than any others, and uh, it's reporting, and of course CNN is reporting uh, on the U.S. Chamber of Commerce that uh, black businesses declined uh, 41%, Asian 32 that's very unfortunate, but you know, if we didn't know what we were dealing with, I'd rather have to ha- had the lockdowns as opposed to continuing to act like you know we didn't, we knew what we were doing, dealing with, and allowing people to continue to die. We can't have that, Chris. I'm sorry, I'm not going to fall for that this time. Uh, but you can continue to call eight one three two three nine nine six six three, or you can write DJ at WNF.org. Uh, if you're going to uh, try to uh, find a, a way to, to go after ancient history, the lockdowns, if we don't know what we're dealing with, we're going to do it again. People are going to have to lock down again. But now we know what we're dealing with when it comes to the SARS or the COVID crisis. We shouldn't have to see a repeat of that level of lockdown anymore. Uh, one emailer has written, unfortunately, we'll still have to deal with the massive Republicans Project 2025. Everyone should read this plan that comes from Don, Donald Davis. Thank you, Don, for that. We look for it. I've heard of uh, Project 47, which would be the designation of the next president, if it's not Joe Biden. Uh, I've heard that that's some kind of cockamamie plan they're pushing around. I got another email from uh, 
Tiny saying thank you for the show so much for today's uh, for today's program and all of them really we're all talking truth and uh, that's what I come up here for still disconcerting according to the emailer empathetic there's so many out there some of people who are fearing themselves therefore being afraid of so many others and so they want to thank me and thank the station for the show of course because that's why I propose coming here to talk to you every week uh, because it's important to talk about what we're dealing with, what we have to deal with. Possibly now this emailer says the hairball will get the nomination with the Satan vice president. Some people think that's what he's pushing for. And even more likely Tim Scott is vice president, which is why the guys have all automatically gone and supported the the uh, con man, number one, as opposed to looking for a fresh start. Uh, but uh, I don't know how fresh a start even Nikki Haley would be if she does not understand history the way history has been come down or doesn't want to inflame white prejudices by talking about the Civil War uh, and slavery. Uh, but you got to face facts. And people have to be forced to face facts and not allow to whitewash history, which is part of the Republican agenda state by state. And uh, we've had to really fight that in this state. We're going to go to Marjorette in Tampa. Go ahead. You say what here on Community Speaks? Yes. Uh, how are you? I want to say Good. that we should not let Nikki Haley fool us by flip-flopping around everywhere she can go. She already has said that she will... Pardon Trump. She's willing to be his uh, vice president. So she is agreeing with Trump. She's just trying to to uh, make it look like mm-hmm. she's not because she's trying to reach her ambitions, too. Yeah. I don't trust her. She didn't do anything with that flag. And when she governed in South Carolina, the she Confederate flag held yeah. that. So I see her as a racist, too. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling. That's uh, that's it. One caller's feeling, 813-239-9663. Very difficult to trust someone who flip-flops and uh, looks for the cute answer to keep from answering the real question, uh, to keep from giving the true answer. And, you know, it's that kind of subterfuge, is that kind of whitewashing that we don't need because, Nikki, it doesn't matter how much you try not to inflame white prejudices, they still won't see you as white. And same message for Vivek Ramaswamy, the same way he was one of the biggest uh, water toters for white supremacy during his campaign and said some of the most outrageous things. And uh, but, you know, when you look at who he was talking to, then you understand why he was saying those things. And and his ambition is also probably to be seen as a VP choice. Uh, No, I doubt. Any of that will take place. Any of these people of color will not be the nominee uh, for VP next to a race baiting con man number one. 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you want to join a discussion here on Community Speaks. 813-239-9663. You could also write, write me DJ at WNF.org. But it's important to understand that so too many people trying to whitewash history, especially when it comes to the history of race. It is one of those uh, 
the it's the original sin of this country, which is why nobody never wants to talk about it. And generations after generations in this country continue to try to embrace the the racist black codes to try to criminalize people of color and uh, especially when they don't want to deal with their humanity, especially when it comes to the migrants. Uh, we don't talk about the northern border from Canada. We talk about the southern border. Uh, people are of color coming to this country and they want to look at it as an invasion, not as humanity in crisis. So, you know, we have to look at the history and recognize the rhetoric when we hear it in modern times. Uh, we take pride in looking at uh, people who want to face the truth which is why I love writers like Isabella Wilkerson, who has written the book Cast, the origins of our discontent and the adaptation of that book called Origins, uh, which is in a, a movie that is uh, adapted by actress Ava DuVernay, talking about the ideas uh, that are in this book and... Uh, so it's a no whole bars center staging of race in this country and how it deals with how it relates to caste. And we know that this is deep in the United States. There are a lot of poor whites who could not own slaves and uh, found it necessary to still participate in the white supremacist project, uh, making themselves uh, uh, necessary for the institution of slavery, not people who want to fight against it, but people who wanted to preserve it. And uh, the Confederacy uh, is still protected by a lot of people as as tradition, as as heritage in this country when, no, it was, it was a slave-holding, violent uh, uh, political system that attempted to uh, become, that, that attempted to overthrow the United States and, and not go along with union in this country and maintain a uh, economic system that enslaved people and now want to act as if slavery is not a part of our present, is not even a factor in our politics. Uh, it continues to be, it has been for generations and continues to be uh, as we see this uh, caste system continue to root out people and uh, lock out people from progress in this country and there are people, political, uh, political voices who want to maintain such a system that locks people out based on race. We're going to go back to the telephone lines. I'm going to talk more about this movie in coming weeks as we look forward to Black History Month here in February. But we're going to go and see what Kiran in Tampa has to say as Kiran joins the discussion here on Community Speaks here on WNF Radio. Go ahead, Kiran. Of Tampa, you say what? Oh, uh, I was just, uh, I wanted to comment, you know, I mean, I agree 100% with what you said. I, I mean, like, so Nikki Haley, I don't know how you can call her a racist because, like, you know, she's, you know, she's, she's of a different nationality or whatever. But that to the side, it's like, so all these people, like, supporting Trump, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, like, this guy's going to prison, so they should just go to the prison and wait for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because that's where he's going. So, I mean, like, I just, I don't understand it. The, the political system is just so whacked right now. It's just, it just drives me crazy. But I listen to your show all the time, so I wanted to comment. This is the first time I ever hey. commented on, on 88.5. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling 
And uh, now it got my intent to call Nikki Haley a racist. I'm saying she is whitewashing history because she's afraid of inflaming racial prejudices of her base, uh, of the base she's trying to go after in order to maintain, uh, to be viable in this election. Uh, but, yeah, it's in, you know, the makeup of this country of the U.S. is changing. And I think uh, whites see themselves as that is an indicator that the, the uh, white power structure and those uh, who are continuing uh, to act in, in, in such a way to support this uh, are afraid of what have, I've heard called the white replacement theory. And so as the makeup of the United States changing, we're going to see this kind of wildly radical uh, politi- uh, pl- <laughs> the Politics continue to be wildly radical on the right in this country, and they often use people of color to make that point. Uh, But the good news is, according to this book in this movie, Origins, most Americans don't actually think this matters. The majority of adults, including 62% of whites, now see this demographic change, this demographic change as being neither good nor bad for society. Uh, But I think that it is a reality. It's always been a reality, but you know we have it, we have seen racism imposed politically in this society on a consistent basis. And every time we try to have a conversation about it, people try to destabilize the conversation. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three is the number to call, and uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be. Uh, Moving on to get back to the music next hour, uh, but we're going to be uh, continuing to talk about these issues, uh, especially the elections are going to give us an opportunity to continue to talk about uh, <laughs> these issues because they're important. Uh, that's, it's too often people try to whitewash the truth because they don't want to face the reality. They don't like change. And this is part of the the main problem politically in this country. People do not want uh, progressive change. They want things to stay the same. And this has been among one of our major sticking points in this country. The more we talk about being, look at how this country continued, especially on the right, react to hope and change. When Barack Obama was running for, uh, was president, and uh, we saw that the, as we see today, people like Mitch McConnell on the, you know, in the Republican Party in the Senate is currently working very studiously with President Joe Biden, uh, working to help create uh, legislation that moves this country forward, uh, working with Joe Biden on the, on the border, um, and uh, never having worked with Barack Obama on anything, purposely trying to uh, frustrate Barack Obama's agenda at every turn. And uh, the idea was to make Barack Obama the one-term president. He served two terms. And uh, despite that, you know, the fact that Mitch McConnell was very vocal in making sure Barack Obama was a one-term president, not working with him on any initiatives, governors playing, not playing along. 
here in Florida, Rick Scott turned down infrastructure money, transportation money to augment this, the nation's highway systems because it was a black president in the White House and they just couldn't stomach it. They couldn't work with him for anything. Uh, but the voters uh, took Mitch McConnell's basic power away out of the Senate, uh, gave Democrats a slight majority, and so it forced more compromise on the part of Mitch McConnell that we never saw him engage in when it came to Barack Obama. Did everything they could to undermine his presidency, the presidency of the first African-American president in this country, uh, but certainly can find a way to work with Joe Biden. And uh, But in the House, they are completely, wildly, radically different, have no in, uh, intention on creating uh, great legislation, has no intention on bringing about uh, positive change, no intention on bringing redress to race, class, uh, any of the put-upon groups in this country. The idea is to continue to go down this, uh, this rat race, this rat hole of banning books and gaslighting the, the nation, uh, of people based on race. And so it is important that we continue to look at, you know, the concepts that are talked about in the, in the book, the cast, the concept of cast works by dehumanizing members of the group, occupying a subordinate position, making it easier for the dominant group to subjugate them. In a quietly significant scene in origin, a MAGA hat wearing white plumber called to fix Isabel's flooded basement is initially cruelly dismissive of both her predicament and her recent bereavement. Hurt but undeterred, she asks whether his mother is still alive, and in doing so, she touches his soul. He suddenly sees her as another human being, and that is the point. We need to see each other's humanity. We need to stop fighting uh, like, you know, we need to maintain some, basically, we need to maintain the past. We need to fight against the demons of the past, and we need to push for a more progressive future. This is what I fight for. This is why I come up here and do this, and why it's important that we talk about these issues, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. We need to take the... We need to talk about all of it and put things in their proper perspective. Uh, but that's my time. It's 1 o'clock. I'm going to go and get on out and make room for the uh, It's Get Back to the Music with It's, it's the Music Monday. Uh, that's going to be with uh, with Blaine Whalen coming next hour. But first, we're going to get another update. We're going to get updates from The Scoop. The Scoop is coming your way next. That's local news, locally produced news from right here at WMNF. But thank you. My name is Patrick Wobila. I want to thank you for your phone calls and your emails talking about what's going to happen.